All right. I still haven't had my waffle, so let's make this quick. This is True Really News needs you to like, subscribe, and follow us. Absolutely. Now. We're trying Go to ahead. grow the audience. You do that now while I explain to you that if you have a story, a comment, a snark, or some sort of wayward opinion on something or other, you can email that to us at TITR at netradio.network and any, you know, ordinary run-of-the-mill. Are they run-of-the-mill? Listen, if you have a comment that you'd like to share, be it pro or con. Or amateur. Yes. Or pro, pro con amateur. Pro con amateur. We need something else for con. Oh, what's the opposite? Uh, free. There we are. Pro, pro or con. con amateur or free. Just lob that right wherever you found us. And this is one of those things which your mother said, just leave it there. That's yeah. what you should have done, but you didn't. No. So do it. What? Wait. This is True Really News with Scott Combs and Tony Vercanis. All the news you're about to hear is true. Really? As far as you know. From interestingfacts.com. Chicago, the Windy City. Would you be surprised to know that although situated on Lake Michigan, Chicago isn't even especially windy when compared to other major cities? Yes, it is. At least not in the literal sense. No, it's windy because of City Hall. Let's not get too far ahead here. Okay, sorry. Rather, the moniker likely comes from the once common perception that residents of Chicago in general, and its politicians in particular, were windbags who were full of hot air. Which is to say... And I only showed up when Richard Daly was still around. Given to making grandiose claims that weren't altogether truthful. Try that again. Given to making grandiose claims that I was okay with that altogether that weren't truthful. altogether truthful. Yes, wouldn't flat out lie. Was does flat out lies mean not altogether? I think they're trying not to get sued. Oh, the most common origin story. We get sued. You're paying. Okay. The uh, what are they going to get? Sweat. I'm guessing blood from a turnip. Yeah. The most common origin story for the nickname is a column written by New York Sun editor Charles Dana in 1890 where the two cities were competing to host the World's Fair three years later. In it, he advised anyone reading to pay little mind to the nonsensical claims of that windy city. When was this? 1890? 1890. So when they when Chicago did host the World's Fair, then we also were introduced to the first American serial killer. Really? Yeah, built a whole, whole apartment building. Really? Yeah, I think J.J. Hill. Hill was his last name. Okay. I didn't know that. It's grisly, but it somehow fits with Chicago's history. There's only one problem. Basically, it should be the blowhard city, then, is what you're saying. (laughs) Well, yeah, but there's just one problem with this particular theory. That would be? No evidence that such a column was ever written. Even if it did. Damn it, I hate when they do that. And even if it did exist, Chicago had already been known as the Windy City since at least the 1870s. So what have we learned? Absolutely nothing. Hmm. Could be a song. What is it good for? App. <laughs> we, but I, I, I finally hit the peak. Right That's there. This show's all about. It's about we nothing. Did a whole story that had nothing. Hmm. A wayward kangaroo was corralled safely by sheriff's deputies after it was spotted hopping around the pool 
of a Florida apartment complex. I know even Bugs Bunny had to travel to Australia to have a run-in with a WAP. With a... See, that's what I'm saying. They're not indigenous to Florida. I've seen all the movies. Hmm. Indiana, Indiana Jones. I've seen all the movies. Never mind. Had to be Crocodile Dundee. Yeah, why is it always kangaroos? I hate kangaroos. Now that would have been cool. Yeah, right. Open up the thing, look in. There's nothing but a bunch of kangaroos and joeys running around. And they're all looking up going, the hell is this? Get down here, I'm going to punch your lights out. Why are we here, mate? I don't understand. The Hillsborough County Sheriff's Office. That may be the worst accident yes. you've ever done. Oh, I don't think so. The Hillsborough, it's top five, but then yeah. I only do <laughs> okay. five accents. The Hillsborough <laughs> County Sheriff's Office released video and still photos of the kangaroo who escaped apparently from a dig in Egypt and included some footage shot from a helicopter. By the kangaroo? No, I'm guessing from people, not as news people. Oh, okay. Yeah. They were kangaroo tracking. Yeah. The uh, the sheriff's office also released audio of a female resident of the complex calling in to report it. The unidentified woman said, I actually see a kangaroo. Kind of a large kangaroo. We got him closed in in the pool gate area. Oh, I don't know. I don't think you do, unless that fence I'm is really tall. Pretty sure that, or strong. Yeah, because they are I'm, both, and they can leap. Kanga and or Rue were just... Yep comfortable there mm. deputies were able to figure out the animal's owner reunite them after of course doing the thing americans always do they had to check for proper registration no injuries to people or kangaroo were reported and can i see your id <laughs> you suppose they were playing like van halen or something that attracted him i guess that might do you it hear, you hear jump a kangaroo would be there from the mirror via patrick reed there was drama Kangaroo at the drama. Modest Super Series Darts Tournament with Trump. the Met. Huh? Kangaroo I got Trump. it. I got it. I was just, I was doing that comedic thing where I moved on quickly. That's a comedic thing? Supposed to be. Okay. So there was drama at the Modest Super Series Darts Tournament. I'd have named him Phil. <laughs> with the match between Darren Webster and Ron Camp hitting headlines for reasons which few will have predicted. Darren Webster had an up-and-down day at the Modus Super Series, but ended the night by hitting out with allegations about opponent Ron Camp's hygiene. The veteran won his first game of the evening against Andy Bolton before losing to Reese Colley, but then opened up a 3-0 lead against Camp. The Dutch pro rallied eventually claiming a narrow win. Webster clearly wasn't a happy man after the 4-3 defeat. It wasn't just the scoreline that left him frustrated, though, as he would explain on Facebook, when you play a guy who farts and stinks the stage out and denies it, then kicks you when you're playing the stall, every throw be who's playing the stall, every throw because they are expletive, good luck for the future, but I'm not interested, rant over. This guy needed to use some punctuation in that thing. Something. So apparently... Maybe words we'd understand. That'd be good. Maybe maybe, maybe Mullenkamp thought they were playing farts. Maybe he should go back to his job of singing songs. Oh, that's right. John yeah. Cougar Mullenkamp. Police in England 
I'm doing that comedic thing. Police in England say a drunk driver did the right thing after doing the wrong thing. Hmm. We are a weird species. An emergency dispatcher received an unusual call just before noon. When a motorist reported he was driving drunk and said he doesn't know what he's doing. According to North Yorkshire Police, the the man apparently had a rough weekend. Apparently. Monday before noon. Wow. Police said, using the British term for the offense, man calls the police to report that he is a drink driver. It's not every day that this happens. Really? Well, because in the United States, most of our drunk drivers are are too drunk to actually use their phone. When officers arrived, the 52-year-old man was in a van on the side of the road. A breath test revealed that he was, in fact, three times over the legal limit. Boy, he did have a rough weekend. So he pretty much got the drunk part, right? Yeah. He was arrested and held in custody and released after being charged the next day. Because he was still drunk then. I'm guessing he was released the next day with a drunk driving charge in Harrogate Magistrates Court because I'm pretty sure... Ooh, he was very quiet in that courtroom. I'm thinking the hangover. Must have been delicious. Drunk before noon on a Monday. Well, he was probably drunk before noon on the Friday before. Yeah, yeah, probably. Or right after. Hang on, it's got to be 5 o'clock somewhere. Where's Alan Jackson? No need. This is True Really News. Send email to TITR at netradio.network.